Good evening and welcome to the Football Works Football Show. So many of my friends in and out of football have said, Paul, why don't you do a podcast? So here I am, venturing into this unknown world where post the last 18 months and for those of you who might be listening in years to come, hopefully, if this is still on a format somewhere, we've just gone through a global pandemic, we seem like we're coming out the other side. But not to make it about that, this is about football, my experience of football, friends experience of football, I'm hoping that over the coming episodes, however many there might be, that some of my friends within the game will come and chat to me and allow me to uh, share this with the one or two people who decide to follow me. So as I continue, I'm in Derby today in the very pretty Friar Gate area of the town centre. It's a nice warm evening, approximately 21 degrees. The streets are tree-lined and there's a few young folk about who have gone and got food and gone and got drinks and so there's a nice vibe to the place at the moment. But yeah, I just want to start by talking about what we've just had, which is recently, apologies for the background noise, people, I'm outside. Um, Yeah, so... We've had the Olympics, we've had the Euros, we've had a season of football that's been blighted by COVID. Um, Get it on, get it off, starting it, restarting it. And yeah, it's just an interesting one. And for me, probably most interesting in the last six months is the discussions in sport, top level sport, about mental health and the impact uh, athletes have felt um, due to their mental health. I saw something pop up today which was really sad to see and that was a cyclist from New Zealand who had been at the Rio Games um, but unfortunately um, is no longer with us Um, and there was a message left on her Instagram and then unfortunately she's no longer with us. And also if we think about the Olympics just very recently gone, there was a number of athletes who, despite their best efforts over a five-year cycle, tried to perform to their utmost and were either let down by their physical condition or their mental well-being. And then at a time where somebody reveals their mental well-being, people have criticised them. I want to give a bit of insight to people to what happens when sport is your body, uh, your industry, sorry, and your body is in fact your business, or for some of the very elite athletes and sports people, your body, your well-being, your mentality is actually a brand, um, a PLC, a limited company, whichever way you want to look at it. And from the little I know and the people I know who've got to quite significant levels in the game of football and athletics, it's a challenge. It's a real hard challenge because nobody guarantees that you're going to have a career 
nobody guarantees for how long that career will last and absolutely nobody guarantees that just because you're good you'll make enough of the money to have a life um, it's unfortunately a symptom of sport that it's, it's not valued at a grassroots level which is why so many grassroots clubs in football and other sports struggle um, to continue to exist season on season without the help of a massive 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 I'll say it again number of volunteers in grassroots sports in all sorts of sports in this country cricket, football, rugby, athletics and on and on um, the little Charlottes and little Johnnies of this world would, would, wouldn't be able to play sport at the weekend it's literally down to an absolute army of volunteers and that's fantastic but the mindset that there is also in terms of employment is that sport at that level doesn't have much value and whether you're doing pastoral work mentoring sports coaching the benefit that brings to young people is huge from my own experience of doing that kind of work i've seen the transformation i've seen the save that it gives young people when they've got somebody who's regular consistent and can bring something positive to their life and sport does that on so many different levels mental physical and so on and so forth you've heard it all before I'm quite sure and so I find it difficult sometimes when I see roles advertised in the sporting industry at a lower level let's say but in actual fact the impact that they're having or the people they're touching um, are absolutely in need of that support as from coaches and mentors and just with people who've got the time but I mean, in my local city, for example, I've seen recently roles advertised linked to the only club that this city has, a professional standard, full-time professional standard, and the advertised salaries are derisory. You know, just doesn't bear even considering, and that's really sad, because if you have coached yourself or if you've played sport yourself, you know the joy it gives, you know the benefit you get from sharing time with other people and doing something that puts a smile on your face, as well as maybe a little bit of sweat on your brow. But those wins, those gains can't be underestimated, but they are definitely undervalued. But just moving the narrative on a little bit, what's interesting now is the discussion around mental health. And it's true to say that over the last couple of years, uh, mental health has been more widely discussed more openly discussed and people are able feeling able to just say hey look you know um, I have a bad day sometimes and whilst I might not have a diagnosed mental illness I might not have sat in front of a psychiatrist or a doctor and been diagnosed there are days when you know I'm not feeling 100%. And I think it's fair to say this happens to all of us every once in a while. I think the difference is for so long, there hasn't been the space to just say, do you know what? Sometimes I'm not feeling 100%. And sometimes I might need a helping hand. Um, in the last 10 days, a close associate of mine associate friend um, very publicly revealed their struggles with mental health 
and and I just put on their social media, brave, 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 because having cared for a mother with mental health issues all the lifetime I knew her and worked in the industry for seven, nearly eight years in different roles, um, especially at that point in time, it was unheard of for somebody. I can remember our charity um, enlisting the help of some celebrities to kind of normalise in terms of the public perception of mental health and mental well-being. And I can remember with colleagues discussing trying to set up a mental health gym, which was actually literally a gym, a gymnasium. And effectively what we'd be prescribing, if you like, would be exercise. Not medication, you know, not electric convulsive therapy, but exercise. Why? Because exercise gives you endorphins, endorphins make you feel good, and that's a natural tonic for every, anybody. So, I think, in one way, I'm so proud of those people who've stepped forward. I'm disappointed in society, if you like, that what's not happened is, rather than people being condemned, they've been supported. But, you know what, I think in the 10 years that I look back, that's massive progress that people even feel comfortable enough to, to say, hey, look, I have bad days, I have this feeling, I have these feelings. So yeah, so that's a little intro. As I said, hopefully this won't be the only episode. Now I've finally got around to doing the first. And uh, feedback, be kind. I'm a human too. And hopefully there'll be more to come. Thank you for listening.